This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Jessica Blaylock, you see her or you're going to see her on television with the Marlins. That's coming up soon. She's with us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Jessica, good to talk to you. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, fun fact real quick. My dad and my uncle once told me that if I didn't love chicken wings and beer, I wasn't a true Blaylock. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. There you I, go. Luckily, I haven't disappointed them. You know, she is, you know, Robert, that's that, that's a good start, okay? Jessica likes chicken wings. She likes beer. <laughs> she's ideal. She, yeah, she's, she's uh, like, I don't, I don't know if you're single, ready to mingle, okay? But she's, she's a very eligible girl out there for this single guy because... <laughs> I'm telling you, not just the beer and, and the wing stuff, but I've seen her at baseball games. Knows more about sports than I do. Well, no, but, sure. well, well, but I've seen her at baseball games that she's not working, and she's one of those baseball fans who keeps score, who keeps. No uh, way, you don't bring the book with the yeah, diamonds on it. Yeah, she brings the book, and she keeps <laughs> score during the game. Tell me I'm wrong, Jessica. No, I don't know if that makes me an eligible bachelorette or a nerd. Uh, one of the two, both. maybe both. But, both. yeah, I definitely love scoring games even when I'm not working them. Yeah, I mean, like, that's attractive to most guys, I think, right? Yeah, I would think so. You know me, I like I like my, my prissy girls, but golly, man, you're telling me I could go to a baseball game with a girl with a hat on, a super cute girl like that, and then drinking some beer Romberg, and some can you can you score a game, Romberg? If, you, if I gave you yeah, the yeah. pad right now, you yeah. could score the yeah. game? Yeah, I remember, okay. remember I played ball. Uh, Tobin, you could score a game? If, right now, I gave you a pad. Yeah, it's something you don't forget. You don't forget how to do it. Uh, Jessica, let me ask you here. We talked to Tobin about this a couple days ago, and we found out that the Oakland Raiders were leaving to Las Vegas and how awful that must be for a uh, for fan, for a sports fan, for their team to relocate. Now, you are a Jacksonville uh, – you, you used to be a resident of Jacksonville, so I'm guessing you're a Jaguars fan. Do I have that right? You have that correct. Okay, if and when the Jaguars relocate <laughs> – Okay, likely to London, will you still be a Jaguars fan? Yeah, you know what? I covered the Jaguars for five seasons, and I had to answer that question about the Jaguars potentially leaving Jacksonville so many times. And, you know, even if they did leave, yes, I would still pull for the Jaguars. The the Jags, you know, came about as a franchise when I was in middle school, so I essentially grew up with that team. So, yes. This, the same thing with Billy Donovan. I pull for Billy Donovan, even though he's no longer the head coach of the Gators. I would follow Billy to the ends of the earth because what he did for Florida basketball. So, you know, I think those loyalties that you have to certain programs and certain coaches and players kind of kind of follows you throughout, you know, wherever they go. Uh, by the way, I will say I do not think that the Jaguars are moving. Well, and the fact wrong. that they actually play games in London it keeps them in Jacksonville because of the profits that they make from that game. Uh, I had to sit in on many financial meetings to have that point proven, but whatever. That's one of the questions that I had. You've been to the London game with Jacksonville, correct? You know what? I've actually never been to a game over in London, um, but I, uh, our radio station that I used to work for actually in Jacksonville, uh, my host and – 
uh, some of the guys that were covering the team, they went over to the game in London, and it's a huge deal over there. I mean, those games sell out immediately, and people are really into it, and not just, you know, for one team. Like, they're into it for both teams. It's a, it's a huge deal for the people that go to that game. We got Jessica Blaylock joining us here, uh, who you're going to wind up seeing on television, I guess, starting next week, right? I mean, uh, baseball's yeah, getting going. Yeah, we play out for our first road trip on Saturday, which is crazy. Crazy. But, yeah, opening day against the Nationals on Monday I wonder, in D.C. I wonder how that is. Like, like, are you excited about that, or, or is it like you're kind of dreading where you only have a couple more days where you get to do whatever you want? Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I had a chance to work the uh, spring training game the other day against the Astros and sat in the dugout and, you know, interviewed, gosh, I think seven different players as they came out of the game. And it just reminded me how great these guys are and how much fun it is to cover baseball. And, oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait for the season to start. All right, we need you to help us out here because our girl Amber is going to be out for at least another couple of days. Uh, She may be back tomorrow or, uh, if not tomorrow, probably Monday, the start of next week. And uh, it's been a sausage fest in here. So we had to bring on a... (laughs) A, uh, a female a female opinion here. So uh, we, we were talking yesterday, the big topic nationally with sports was, was Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, came out right. and said sooner rather than later there's going to be a, a female uh, head coach. Do you think that sooner rather than later there's going to be a female head coach or manager in one of the four major sports here in, in this country? Yeah, I still think it's going to take a lot of time. We may eventually see it, and it looks like, you know, from what Adam Silver is saying, the NBA may be the first major sport to do it. Uh, I know there are a couple of female assistant coaches in the NBA, uh, Becky Hammonds for one in San Antonio. I think you will eventually see a female head coach in the NBA, but look, when it comes to Adam Silver's comments sooner rather than later, I think the one thing you have to make sure is that it's the right person at the right time. I don't think it needs to be forced. Um, I think that a woman, you know, Becky Hammond's perfect example. The Spurs were probably the perfect team to hire a female assistant because, let's face it, the NBA, for the most part, is a player-run league. It's a player-driven league. But Greg Popovich runs that team. So I think there was validity, and I think there was respect with the hire. And, I, and you know, you've seen the way that those players have interacted with her, and she does have the respect. Um, you know, so I think, of, I think uh, there can be a female head coach. Uh, I think it's going to have to happen probably in the NBA. I can't see it happening in baseball. I can't see it happening in football, and I honestly can't really see it happening in hockey. Now, you're, you're around baseball and hockey all the time. Right. Uh, why would you say that you can never see it happening in baseball? Because I agree. I don't think it will ever happen in baseball. I, I just I think that there are certain things that, you know, men identify with men, women identify with women. And it's just hard sometimes, like, to cross over. I... I guess this is one of the few examples. Um, I had a great relationship with Jose, but I had it as a reporter player. Those guys had, that played with him had a different relationship. They, they'll always have a different relationship with him than I would ever have. Uh, I, I don't know. I, it's, just, it's hard to explain. I, I just don't see it happening. But I, I feel like with the NBA, you have – you know, you have people who oh, – people who, you hear the dog. Whoa, yeah, whoa, what's, just, is Cujo okay back there? <laughs> Maybe Lemon didn't like my points about, you know, 
a woman will never will never uh, be a manager in well, major tell league me this. baseball. Tell me if you think that this plays a role at all. Okay, uh, as far as women NBA, uh, there there women do play professional basketball. Right. There is no uh, women playing professional football. There is no women playing professional hockey. There is no women playing professional baseball. How much of a role do you think that plays? Yeah, and I think that's part of it too. Um, I, no, I think that's I think that's definitely a valid point. Um, but yeah, that's why I think if it's going to happen, it's going to happen in the NBA. You know, I look at a player, or I look at someone like Doris Burke, who's a former player, who's now, you know. She does play-by-play. She does analysis. She does a sideline. She does hosting. And you can tell with someone like Doris Burke that the players respect her because she played the game. She knows the game inside and out. And I think for someone like Doris Burke, if she ever wanted to step into a coaching role, she could make that jump because she's already earned credibility in the league. And like I said, because she played the game, she knows the game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think – but I, that's why I say it shouldn't be force. You know, it shouldn't be, okay, well, let's make this woman a head coach just because she's a woman and just because we want to make it happen. I think that's if a good point that it needs to be the right fit. Yeah, if you're going to make the hire, make sure it's at the right time, the right person, you've gone through the right process, not that you're just trying to make a point. That was the one thing that I was asking Zaslow earlier. Would it be a little bit of a circus show or an experiment that would really set the possibility of, of women advancing in, in that managerial position in sports back years? I mean, if it doesn't work, I don't think it's going to set you back. I, I don't think it would be one of those things. I think that there would be those people who use it to say, oh, well, this is why a woman should never be a head coach. Look at what a disaster it was. Yeah, well, there are men who are placed in head coaching positions, and it turns out being a disaster. You're not going to make that same argument for them, you know, and say, oh, well, this is going to set, you know, head coaching back years and years. I, I get that it would be different, and I get that, you know, there would be a lot of eyes on it, and there would be people who, if it failed, would try and use it as an argument to say a woman shouldn't be in a head coaching position. But, again, I think that's why I say it should be the right person at the right time because if you do try and force it, I think that's what is going to set it up for failure rather than putting the right person in there okay, back to, to succeed. Back to baseball. I'm really excited about the All-Star game and the fact that it's not even getting talked yeah, about you much. got those tickets, like, Jessica? We've got months away from this game that's happening. we got the Home Run Derby. we got yeah. the All-Star game. we got, I think, I think C.J. Johnson is coaching one of the, I don't know what that game is called on the day. I think it might be a Sunday. The or, celebrity game or Legends game or something? It's like, a, it's like making yeah. Up. yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's actually coaching one of the teams. And how, how, how much important or how much importance does the all-star game coming to South Florida have in terms of, of, of clearing away a little bit of that bad blood for Loria? Well, I think it's going to be huge. I mean, it's the first time that the city's ever hosted the all-star game. The team is going to get a ton of attention throughout the year. Uh, and I think it's obviously just a big deal for the Marlins in general, because there are multiple players who I think have a great shot at being all-stars. I mean, First off, you've got to start with Christian Yelich after what he did in the World Baseball Classic and to see how he has picked up right where he left off last season. It's really, it's been amazing to watch uh, what he's done so far uh, just to get geared up for the start of the regular season. JT Realmuto, who Don Mattingly says continually that 
Real Muto is a future all-star in the making. And the way that he came in, took over as the Marlins' everyday catcher, finished with a batting average above 300 last year, one of the best defensive catchers in the league, has the best pop time in the league. I mean, JT is without a doubt a future all-star in the making. I completely agree with Mattingly. I mean, D. Gordon's always in the conversation. Marcelo Zuna's always in the conversation. Was an all-star and the defending home run derby champion. I mean, there's, there's so, there's going to be so much attention not just on the game and the fact that it's in Miami, but kind of watching for the Marlins throughout the course of the season. Who's going to represent this team? Because obviously, had things not ended last year the way that it did. Jose would have been the the face of this game. There's there's no question. So you would have had a real opportunity for Jose on the mound throwing the first pitch at Marlins Park for the All Star game. Right. There's yeah. no question. I think it absolutely would have happened. Yeah. So you know, I think that's part of it too. Instead of having kind of that dark cloud hang over you because Jose would have been the face of the All Star game, starting to to look around and see some of the other players on this team who have the potential to be really, really, really great players. Um, and I think you have multiple candidates. Great job, Jessica. We'll be watching you uh, real soon, starting in just a few days with Marlins baseball. All right, sounds good. I always love coming on with you guys. Thanks, Jessica. See ya. All right, see ya. That's Jessica Blaylock and uh, her pet dog, Cujo, checking in with us there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.